1: Friday morning, I got to tell you, I actually miss this guy a lot. He was on vacation, hasn't been on the last couple of weeks. But here's the news for you. So I guess nine times out of 10, if I'm on Fox News on a Saturday night, I am a guest of Brian Kilmeade on his great One Nation show. Brian, of course, comes up after me every weekday morning right here at 10 o'clock on WABC. And of course, Fox and Friends. So tomorrow night... I'm going to be on Fox News on a Saturday night, but not on Brian Kilmeade's show. The great Ali Bado reached out to me, and I make my debut tomorrow night on the Lawrence Jones show right after Brian Kilmeade. So there it is, Brian, a Saturday night on Fox News cheating on you.
0: You know what? I welcome it because I feel as though, being that you, uh, just like Mike Tyson, uh, when he was coming up at 17, he had some investors that invested in him because they saw a champion. And uh, I just said, give me 20% of all your earnings and I'll pay for all your expenses. So I paid for all your expenses. I handled all of, I, I paid your salary, let's be honest. And, and my hope is that you get traction, your career would take off. Next thing you know, You're the number one guy in uh, morning radio in New York City, the number one market. You're a movie star. And now Fox is using you without my behest. I deserve no credit for the fact that you're on Lawrence Jones. Uh, But I do get 20% of your earnings. And you could bring me, you can get Robin Givens and their attorney, and you could bring me to trial. But I'm going to keep my 20%, and I'm going to wear you out. uh, Because I believed in your talent, but more importantly, I wanted to profit off your success.
1: That is great! What a great job! Twenty <laughs> percent so, coming yeah, your way, jealous. brother. I'm not jealous.
0: I'm not jealous. I I foresaw this.
1: <laughs> you knew it. You knew it. Well, it is good to have you back. Uh, we missed you on the radio station. I missed you I here. Know, I, listen,
0: I, and what is this? Two weeks? Seven days? No, it was so two I weeks. Five days. Yeah. No, it wasn't.
1: No, the last time so missed, you were on the show last last week in was in April. Five days. I think it was in April. But then Monday time. and Tuesday. That, that's that's all it was. Longer.
0: Yeah, I was. I'm back Wednesday. I went. I went to Italy. Um, and yeah. I came back. I had to visit my people, my ancestors. Sure, I'm half Italian. Yeah. So uh, I thought I'd come back with my family, reacquaint myself. We all wore name tags, <laughs> so we knew who each others were. And it was it was great. It gets harder when they yeah. get older, right? No, I know. I mean, yeah. you have to really. You got to, you know. You, You have to just put the the, the thread through the eye of the needle, and I think I got it. And it uh, worked out good, but I'm back.
1: Well, I'm glad you're back because if you go away for seven days in our business, Brian, you run the risk of missing anywhere between two and five Donald Trump indictments. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how ridiculous has this gotten? Three indictments. Three arrests back in court yesterday, Washington, D.C. Not even backing down a little bit last night, President Trump. He actually said on his social media, Truth Social, I really need one more indictment. That'll secure my win in 2024. Lamping at the face of Jack Smith and the DOJ. Really, this has become a big joke, no? I think it's it, they're so over their skis on this.
0: And you know what? I don't pretend to be a lawyer, but I try to interview the best people out there. Yeah, I had Alan Dershowitz on yesterday. I, I, If you listen to the Bill Barr speech, you know, if you, excuse me, the interview. By the way, can you imagine? He's sitting there with Caitlin Collins. He wouldn't look at her. If you don't want to be on CNN, don't go on CNN. Right. But looking straight ahead when you're being hosted, but whatever. If you, everyone goes, well, Bill Barr says there's a lot there wasn't a violation of the First Amendment. Listen to the interview. He says this is, there's a lot of problems with this case. It's a slippery slope. So in 2028, in 2032, Whoever the Republican or Democrat is, you know, I don't like the results. I I have a problem in Florida. I got a problem in Arizona. You're under arrest. You really? Oh, you went too far under arrest. Let me see the notes of your attorney. Let me see the notes of your political consultant. Let me find out who your friends are. Let me find out who your pool boy was, what you might have whispered out loud, what you told him or her to do. And this is what's crazy is Jack Smith did not charge him with conspiracy. He did not charge him with incitement. He charged him with a whole bunch of stuff. One one of these uh, one of these uh, references goes back to 1876. Rutherford B. B., B. Hayes and uh, Samuel Tillman, who was uh, a New York politician, I think New York governor. They go back to that. In order to find a precedent to indict this president. And they go back to what they call a Ku Klux Klan legislation. I'm going, what are you guys talking about? What are you doing? And now they say, well, we want a speedy trial. Well, why would you want a speedy trial? Why don't you just tell everyone, I don't care if I get a conviction. I want to make sure he doesn't campaign. I don't care if I get a conviction. I want to make sure he's not president. You, That's what you're saying in doing
1: this. So do you think now the the road is easier? I mean, look, we've had discussions about Ron DeSantis, you and I, for quite some time. You did a great interview with DeSantis two months ago on your One Nation show and the baseball field and all that good stuff, but he's got no chance. He is not going to make up 37, 40, 45 points. He didn't the first two indictments. He didn't uh, the last couple of months. So it's safe to assume Trump is going to win the primary. Do you think Trump right now is in very, very good shape to win the presidency?
0: Well, I saw that poll yesterday that said 41 percent – excuse me – 41 percent are open to another candidate still. That was a stunning number, which makes me think that Trump should show up for the debate. But uh, I would say this. If if Trump stays in the race and things stay, you're right. And you were one of the first to say, I'm all Trump all in, even after 2022 and some of the disastrous candidates that he backed. Yep. So you're, credit to you. But I am mature enough to know what I don't know. So much is unpredictable at this moment. I'm not even sure he's going against Joe Biden. I'm not sure that Biden's get the nomination, let alone if people are following. And I just urge you, if you're independent, moderates, undecided, just take a minute and read the transcript of Devin Archer. And please tell me that you understand that you're voting for a guy in Joe Biden that is absolutely corrupt and selling out, using his influence from to get money from other countries what do they want in return in China? What do they want in return in Russia? What do they want in return in Ukraine? All this stuff is now, and that instead of rumored Russian disinformation, it's basically proven if you just read the transcript. So take a moment. So I will say this. If, if he's out, DeSantis is uh, in. And I will say, Ed Rollins is going to be on the show today. And Ed Rollins says, I, I opened up a DeSantis super PAC. He's a bad candidate. So that backs up what you're saying. What I say is this. Everyone should take note that it is not a Donald Trump problem. Any Republican that emerges that looks as though he's got talent and a future and could win, they will attack him and make him the worst person possible. And we saw it with DeSantis. You saw what happened. Now he's a racist book banner. Uh, This guy doesn't like black people. He doesn't like women. We're, we're, excuse me? He just won by about 20 points in Florida. This guy's one of the biggest success stories of any governor in the country, and now he's the worst person in the world. <laughs> yeah, so, by cute. the way, this yeah. the only time he's not the worst person is if what you said is true, the worst candidate, okay, never, suddenly DeSantis is no problem. You watch. If Youngkin gets in— he is the worst person in the world. He <laughs> raped women in college. He uh, uh, divided up companies. Invested in China. Sold his his wife to uh, a Russian uh, <laughs> a, a Russian pimp. Yeah. You watch. Everyone should be concerned about this. Instead of just saying this guy's got bad you know bad policies, they're just tearing him apart and and saying he's uh, you know he's useless.
1: All true. Brian Kilmeade coming up next on WABC, 10 o'clock. Fox and Friends on Fox News every morning. His great show, 8 p.m. Saturday nights on Fox News, One Nation. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com.
0: Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice.
1: Uh, One local story. If I say to you, McCarran Park, Central Park, Randall's oh. Island, Shore Road in Bay Ridge. What's the first thing that comes to mind?
0: That's where uh, Mayor Adams is, those some of the 3,000 sites that he has eyed to put illegal immigrants. The numbers aren't stopping. They say it's over 100,000 now, 60,000 still around. He put a 60-day limit on how long they can stay. Who the hell is enforcing that when you've already defamed and diminished all these cops? No one's going to show up and, and, and kick out Mr. and Mrs. Jo- uh, Mr. And Mrs. Gonzalez from Venezuela. So good luck with that. We can't stop the flow. He's been abandoned by the federal government. So now not think about this, Sid, how much money did they waste setting up these soft sided facilities and then took them down in a month? Now you're going to put them back in Randall's Island. But instead of putting them in the parking lot, you're putting them on the most used fields in New York City randall's island these soccer fields are literally used 18 hours a day from kids leagues to adult leagues and now you're taking away the parks to give people of who don't belong here a place to stay and tell them you can't work you are opening up all you are opening up the gates of hell for people (laughs) and what you got to do is say sanctuary city is over president biden you suck And that is it. We're going to, I'm going to gawk around with my iPhone. I'm going to tape all these facilities and say, America, we can't do this anymore. The sanctuary city policy was here before I got here. I am ending it. I mean, Chicago's complaining about 100 people at a police station. We have almost 70,000 lingering all the money's coming out of Sid Rosenberg's multi-million dollar radio deal. What is that? And all the tax dollars. <laughs> yeah. All the tax dollars yeah. Yeah. are going to people that don't belong here. Right. I'm for immigration. <laughs> the right way. I'm all for it. It's going to make our country grow while well, China and Japan and Russia and all the European Union, all they're diminishing. Everybody wants to be in
1: America. But you got to do it the right way. Finally, on the way out, being that you're a Massapequa resident, uh, I wonder this. More pictures taken in front of whose house? Amityville Horror, Rex Uriman, or Brian Kilmeade? Uh, it, it's still me, uh, <laughs> but uh, second is Rex.
0: Uh, this is unbelievable. But you see, I had uh, I had Bruce Blakeman on yesterday, yes, and he says now you can't even slow down. If you slow down, yeah you, uh, you yeah. get a warning. If you stop, you get a ticket. actually, you know, I actually, yeah, so I actually trying to help the Yeah,
1: I actually had the uh, police commissioner, Pat Ryder, on a couple of days ago, and I said, are you actually looking to give tickets? He said 100%. We're done with it. The rest of the neighbors deserve to live a nice life. If you stop, we're giving you a ticket with zero remorse. So there we go, Brian. Great to have you back. Who's on One Nation coming up tomorrow night? Okay, uh,
0: we are. That's a a great question. We're going to have Andrew Gruel, the opinionated chef. We are going to have Matt Taibbi, a a journalist, to break down why the rest of the. Uh, journalistic world is not writing about the Devin Archer story and the Joe Biden situation but is the dam beginning to break as the Washington Post come forward. Uh, We're also going to have interviews with maybe the next senator from Arizona, excuse me, from Montana, Tim Sheehy, a uh, special operations guy who seems to be a shoo-in to beat John Tester. He wins. They flip the Senate. And then Rachel Campos-Duffy doing the news duel. So we got a packed show. I hope I get it all in. I hope I don't have to bleed into Lawrence Jones show and take away your time.
1: (laughs) That's not going to happen. I'll be watching as I do every week. Uh, as always, Brian, great job this morning. Great having you back both on television and here at WABC. We'll do it again next week, buddy. Thanks so much. Yep. Stay within yourself, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I got got to get that every week. Stay within yourself. I missed that last week. There he is, the great Brian Kilmeade. He's coming up next at 10 o'clock as he does every weekday morning after me on WABC. And of course, Fox and Friends, One Nation on Fox News. A lot more to come. Keep it right here. Friday edition of Sid and Friends in the morning. Consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-L-A-W.com. G-A-B-O lawcom dot where winning is no accident.